Hi guys, Gaz James here from the Eyes Convenience Podcast. Uh, we thought we'd do a little bit of a podcast for you, rather than a tournament report. Um, I've got a couple of people here with me. I have got uh, our very own Mike Collins. Oh, our very own. Hello, mate. How are you? Uh, I'm well. I'm very good, thank you. Um, I've also got um, Tom Layton. Hello. And I have a special guest of Ridvan Martinez. Why? Hello. Hello. So, for those of you who, who don't know, uh, Ridvan is the vice-captain for the Canadian ETC team, um, and he just dropped us a message and said, fancy a podcast. So I thought, no. I mean, uh, why not? Why would we let you? What's podcasting? <laughs> what, what is this thing? <laughs> I mean, we don't normally do this, so yeah. you know, it's understandable. Yeah. Uh, yeah, uh, well, well, none of know. this has been recorded anyway, so yeah. <laughs> this is just a podcast That's for like four people. The first step is making sure that the recording is working. Oh, it's recording. It's definitely recording. <laughs> so, uh, oh, oh. We're on I the right <laughs> track then. Yeah, everyone knows that uh, there's been a couple of times where my software hasn't been up to scratch. And, <laughs> and it's definitely the software. It's not been me. Uh, I have, it's not been me that's been the issue. Um, it's your fat thumbs, isn't it? That's my, my fat thumbs and monkey brain. Um, <laughs> having the inability to figure out how to record a phone conversation. <laughs> so, That's almost as bad as uh, walking around on your passport for a week. Yeah, well, it's uh, it's been pretty dumb. Um, but <laughs> anyway, yeah. Uh, we're finally recording something for you guys to listen to, so I hope you enjoyed this intro, and uh, good to talk to you all. Absolutely. Well, let's get this party on the road after 24 hours of traveling to England. I'm ready for some podcasting. Awesome. So, hey, do you want to talk to us about uh, about your travel over? So, um, how did you get here? By boat or was it uh, <laughs> giant peach? Or did we? Well, <laughs> I tried to smuggle myself in. That didn't work. Uh, so I had to double back and come back in again. Uh, um, all in all, I took a plane to Brussels and my flight got cancelled. So I ended up having to reroute and take two more planes. Basically, lots of layovers. But now I'm here. So I uh, get to go into Liverpool tomorrow and get my passport all sorted out for Las Vegas Open, which is ITC, but nobody plays ITC. Yeah. So uh, let's... <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about some ETC stuff. Yeah. Well, so, yeah, let's get on to the ETC stuff, because um, you went to, was it your first ETC last year? It was, yeah. It was the, It was my first ETC. I went with Team Canada, and uh, actually Tom Tom was on my team, which was exciting, right, Team I'm, so, I'm, I'm sorry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I think uh, Tom Tom uh, and I actually, we, we got to play a game, which was really fun. Mm, yeah. We learned a few things, which was awesome. Nice. So give us a little um, give us a little breakdown of what it's like as a first time sort of experience of an ETC because obviously people like me and Mike we're old hats at it now we're a bit bored people are probably bored of listening to what it's like from us but it's probably better to hear it from someone who's been as fresh and new and it's still shiny um, how was it for you ETC was sort of like a like a, a secret gem that I had heard about. Um, in my forays of playing Warhammer 40,000. And I knew it was this big tournament that happened in Europe, but I never really knew how to apply for a team or how to get involved, or there wasn't really much information about the tournament. I believe that in the last year or so with Glasshammer Gaming, 
like uh, doing a lot of uh, blogging content on ETC style events with the advent of, uh, you know, like a lot more social media stuff and coverage. Um, it's starting to really become more readily accessible. And hang on, hang on. are you allowed to mention a rival podcast on our podcast? <laughs> Um, no, bleep me out then. <laughs> no, it's it fine. All, we, we like it. It can all be swear words. We're, we're all friends. Thing. You just bleep me out, you know, bleep, bleep. Yeah, you know, with, people with, can just think I'm swearing podcast, terribly. Uh, well, no, or we could just have someone over talk it, just going with the Allies of Convenience <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Absolutely. And, uh, but it was a great experience. Um, I knew it was going to be like a tough series of games and I, I've always loved playing competitively and like challenging myself to get better. And I was really excited about going to an international state playing against, uh, players who, um, would, would like step up to the plate and really give you challenging games every single round um, with a system that I really enjoy, which is the ETC um, mission format. Yeah. And, uh, and just kind of testing my metal against, you know, some of the best players in the world. So that was, that was a really fun experience for me. Awesome. So um, how, how did you kind of go about making that team last year then? How, how did you actually end up on the team? How did the team get formed? Um, how did you guys sort of get yourself organized? So there was an application that you ha that you filled out and sent in, um, and then the captain essentially handpicked um, like players from the resulting applicants. You know, we we seemed to have quite a few different dropouts, and and uh, and ended up having to kind of fill in the team with um, with some uh, some players very some close shitty, to the event. Some shitty mercs, right? Yeah. Oh, you had to go and no. get yourself a terrible merc, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. We got some. We we the last year we did have to fill the team with some mercs, giving some. Not that they were shitty mercs. I had had a lot of fun, you know, with the mercs. That well, it was dep depends on depends on the criteria for the mercs, doesn't it? Well, put it this that, way: that you is would true. never ever catch Team Wales murking these kind of people. No, one hundred percent. Well, okay. So sorry, sorry. We we didn't stoop to you know. We stooped lower than you would stoop. I know. But uh, <laughs> we just, it was necessary at the time. I'm, I'm still confused as to how every time I murk, I seem to get a promotion in terms of murkdom. So I started out <laughs> at, at Ireland, when I when I go to Canada, and now now I'm with the Welsh. Well, um, Tom, ne you, next I'll be murking for Germany. Promotion is a very <laughs> strong word to go from Ireland <laughs> to, to Canada to Wales. After, um, after your last year, yeah, yeah, get yourself sorted. <laughs> I think I think I'm here what, to whip you into shape. Sean I think the way we look at it is we've just got a promotion. Oh, uh, I'm I'm very flattered. Yeah. Thank you. So. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll just take your penis out of my mouth and we'll carry on with the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> please don't quit. Please don't quit. Please don't quit. <laughs> yeah. Please stay. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we that was how the team was formed, and then we were able to get a coach, and uh, we essentially just had eight players and a coach. Um, and it was made with some like decent like decent players like from the Canadian side as well as the Mercs, which uh, and and the team dynamics were really fun. Um, it, we just didn't really have that cohesion that some of these teams that play like year in and year out have yeah. Yeah. Uh, over and over. Yeah, it's it's really hard for a for a start team to get that, but it comes with time. I think if you look at yeah. like the the old hats at the, at the event, the people who tend to generally do well seem to have. Uh, a, a good 50% or more of their team tend to be consistent 
Um, yeah. And, and it, it just has that experience, that level-headedness, and knowing what the event's all about, knowing how to deal with some of the bullshit that comes with it, um, knowing how to pull together as a team. Because team events are quite rare, I find. And Well, especially in the UK, we, you get one or two, but, but big, big team events, you don't have a lot of time to actually practice that um, kind of uh, figuring out that you're not necessarily going for a tournament when, when you need to get every point. Um, mm. It's changing that mindset of, ah, I only need 11 points here. Um, to win the round, so I'll just sort of back off, or I'll play safe, or whatever you need to do. So it's a really mm. different dynamic and different mindset. Um, but yeah, and it's 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 good and, to get more teams last, coming. Yeah. I Go think on, last guys. year we did have we did have another issue, and that was the boards. So the ETC terrain setup last year, in comparison to other years, was very very different to what I'm I'm specifically used to. Mm-hmm. And when it came to how we were planning on using my list, which was Gallants and Admech and, and Blood Angels, and then we had Val's list, which was kind of a, a, a Tau. Uh, Fire Warrior Gunline. It made it very, very difficult for those lists to operate on the heavier boards. Mm. So the way we wanted to pair was was very, very difficult. Because if I, we were to put um, my list forward, for example, against one of the early put downs uh, to try and get points out of that, they could just put me on a board I physically couldn't move on, which made it very, very difficult for that matchup to even get anything. Yeah, the, the terrain last year was one of those where I think it was a shock to a lot of people. Yeah, uh, but a, a uh, long term, a good shock. Like mm, it's yeah. something we've been crying out for as a community. I mean, I'm, I remember going back in 2009. I don't even remember when I first went. <laughs> 2009, and the terrain was just like it was. It, if we use that terrain today, it would be non-games. You're just thinking, what is the point? I suppose the editions have all changed, so I can't really speak fairly. But um, yeah, it, it, in past ETCs, there has been good terrain and there has been bad terrain. Um, and something we wanted is consistency in terrain, um, and I'm hoping that moving forward that this is something we're going to get. Now it might be a bit of a cost to the players initially as an initial setup, but um, something I'd certainly be willing to do uh, if, if it's required of us because it was it was really good to have that consistent terrain throughout the event. Mm. Um, I mean, it, it screwed us a little bit because um, we didn't write lists for terrain like that, but now we know and knowing it's half the battle. So, yeah, hundred percent. You know, coming. From from my side of the pond, where you know pretty much every single tournament you go to enforces a very high standard level of terrain, like we saw at the ETC, and I feel that's one of the reasons the Team America did so well was because the terrain was very ITC style, yeah. and um, and that really um, the, you know being used to playing on those heavy tables uh, really kind of gave like us uh, you know continental americans you know and canadians and an advantage in that sort of scenario because i had practice for the etc playing on like planet bowling ball and like no terrain whatsoever and playing with like all the 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 windows like being open and things like that and then getting there and seeing that the train was actually quite good and there was good line of sight blocking and it it really it really kind of played into like a lot of the strengths that i normally use when playing so and i hope that that continues because terrain makes the game really engaging yeah and and not only that i think because they the way they test their list they obviously test their list in events in their kind of own in their own tournaments and what have you and those tournaments were more heavily based off of the terrain that we saw at vtc or or similar kind of style terrain so those lists were already prepared for those kinds of boards and with team canada we we actually had i think we had although i know ben is canadian but he me him me and gavin were all European-based players. 
So we didn't really have the experience in playing on those kinds of boards and weren't really practicing our lists in those kinds of boards as much as potentially the, the actual native Canadians. What's the exactly. practice word I'm hearing about? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. What was, what was your practice, Gaz? I, I remember, like, I, what is this stuff on the board? It's terrain. <laughs> I can't play in this. So, so, <laughs> Half uh, my army is, is useless. Because we, I'm rage quitting. Uh, because we didn't have a podcast <laughs> episode last year, I suppose I could throw this in now. But um, we did. We recorded a three-hour episode, didn't we, Mike? Um, we did. Well, we well, did. Say, I say recorded. We we talked uh, three-hour episode. <laughs> yeah. What we didn't we, do we... is we didn't record it. So uh, unfortunately, yes, we didn't have that. But uh, yeah, last year, uh, as many as you all know, I had a kid, and my practice was zero. So I showed up to the ETC um, to play with an army that um, I had only used uh, three times before the actual event. Um, so that was fun. And then the terrain um, kicked me in the nads. So I still did all right, but I could have done At better, least you managed to go. Yeah, true. Unlike you. Yeah. So, but uh, it's, it's... But now there's next year. Yeah. So, yeah, let's let's forget last year. Although... That's <laughs> right. That'd be a good thing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> from, well, from, from a Welsh perspective, we didn't do so well. We didn't do as well as we would have liked... I think it's probably fair it was, to say. I, I tell you what, it was perfect for me sat at home going, well, it all goes to shit when I'm not around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Bit of a yeah. massage the ego. Like, what can you, they need what can me. You, <laughs> exactly. just, think, just think how much worse would it have been when you were go, there. When things go to shit, you need a, a new level to uh, yeah. to measure yourself from. You, you need physical, literal shit. <laughs> yes, to come from somewhere. Shit. Yeah. So, so but, uh, you know, you're just sandbagging for us. <laughs> no. No. Well, it's better than the other one that Gaz gets me doing. This engine bagging. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> oh dear. Um, where was I? I had I had an actual interesting point to make, and now I've forgotten it. I oh, know I did. Uh, yeah. So Practice. from a, from no from a Welsh point of view, uh, we didn't do as well as we'd like. Um, uh, but the the event itself was quite honestly the best ETC I've been to. Um, it was. Fantastic! Um, really well done by those guys. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. How did Canada do in the end? I can't actually remember your final placing. Uh, uh, next question. Um, <laughs> Down the bottom somewhere. Ah, so right I, think we, I think we got two wins and four losses. Oh, it's only slightly worse than us. Well, how many draws did you get? Uh, two. Only two. One. I think really? we got more than one. I don't know. We we didn't do well. I can't even remember. It was. <laughs> Gus it was, doesn't even know. It was bad. <laughs> as soon as he lost his first round. Oh, well, I'm, I'm going to do some journalism and I'll right. find out. You do some journalism. I'll speak to Red Van. Uh, who did you guys? Can you remember who you guys played last year? Can you remember which teams you played? Uh, we played Scotland, uh, Italy, Romania, Poland. Scotland, Italy, Romania, Poland. And then Argentina, we played Serbia. And Serbia. Yeah. So, sorry, who was the fifth one? So it was uh, Scotland first, then Argentina. Oh, Argentina. Then Belarus. Was it Belarus third? And then no, we played. Uh, Romania, right? Romania third. And yeah, then we Romania. played Italy. And then and we played Poland. And then we played Serbia. So you played third place first. You played Italy and Poland, who are historically very good teams. And Serbia is by no means a walkover. Um, I mean. 
that's pretty tough going for a first does, TCC. Yeah, strength, strength of schedule does seem very strong. Though. Yeah, that's a strong strength of schedule. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's funny what, because what, what one of our closest matchups that we lost was against Scotland. Was it? Ah. Yes, yeah. we're crap. That's how Scotland did it. Also, I've got the results over here. So, uh, Wales came 13th last year with seven points. That's not so bad. So, I think you guys got two wins, three draws, and a loss, maybe? Uh, I don't know what And then we came 26th. No, we definitely lost more than one. Well, then you only drew one game and you won three. I think we won three, won one, drew one, and lost two. Yeah. Okay. That sounds more like it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Who did we play, guys? Do you remember? <laughs> uh, we played okay, that too. Sweden, second round. We played... uh, guys, I can get it for you, mate. I can get it. It's fine. Uh, you played Belarus round one. Belarus. You got Belarus round one and you yeah. drew. Oh. You cool. then got Sweden round two and you lost 120 oh. to 40. Yeah, we lost badly oh, against Sweden. Jesus. Yeah. Shitters. Uh, then you got hold up where's where's it Wales oh and then no and then you got Serbia in uh, oh no you did you beat Belarus 86 74 oh, did didn't you? oh ooh. I think you might have done hold it was very close so Belarus Wales you, no that was a draw so that I was 76 84 uh, but round two yeah you got smashed and then round three you played against Serbia and you drew that one as well 85 oh, 75 so really one more so a really more. bad start. So you drawn two games. So you had drawn two games there. Yeah. Then you played Northern Ireland and you won 126 to 34. Oh, right. Quick, quick story about Northern Ireland. Right. This was the funniest thing. So we'd reached that stage where we were playing Northern Ireland, and no, the Northern Irish will not. <laughs> that sounds so yeah. hard. No, they will not. They will not think bad of me for saying this. They they literally said it themselves to us. They were like, "Guys, what the hell are you doing down here? We're like, why are you playing us?" Um, and they just mocked us mercilessly. They were just like, no, you guys are shit. You're playing us. You guys are terrible. Like, why are you here? And then Simon, Simon spent ages pairing, like absolutely went over time. I think he spent like 45 minutes pairing and taking it really seriously. And the Irish, Northern Irish are just like. Well, here's the thing. Doing? And I know why, because you weren't at the Six Nations this year, were you? Yeah, I wasn't. So no. I was. And when we did the pairings for Belgium, we we worked out the pairings after we'd done all the like, games, and we all predicted something like fifty points. Mm. <laughs> wow, I, really? I, I get it, yeah. but at the same time, that they again they said it themselves. They were like, "Guys, you just beat us with your ability." You don't. <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, you say Have that." Have you seen us? You say <laughs> that. But there's a reason why we're. But there's a reason we're here because none of us know how to play. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, fin- finishing this off, you played Finland round five. Yeah. I'm getting the stats in, and then and that was the 84-76 draw as well. So you did Finland. Win they're games. a tough team as well. Yeah, Finland are really good, dude. Yeah. I, I thought Finland were a dark horse there, and then. In the final round, you played Austria and won 100 to 60. So you did, you won two, you drew three, and you only lost one round. Wow. All right. It felt like we lost more. We just. Mm. Well, to be fair, the three rounds you drew, you drew with 76, 75, and 76 points. Ooh. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's great. Right. Squeaky bum draw. So you were five points away from dropping into Canada territory last year. Oh, nice. Good. Yeah. Fair enough. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, 
Good. That's a good show from Wales and a good show from Canada. Well, that is, so, that is the most listening precise ETC roundup we've had. You know, pe- people listening in are here for the you know the top level gaming advice um, from Team Canada and Team Wales from from we're 2008. Just, we're just, the last top level game. I could get that too. Like we're just here for the punditry. That's the yeah. Honest. Yeah. 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 Right. Anyway, let's move on. Let's move forward. So, Ridvan, this year, what's what's happened with Canada this year? How's the team being picked, and what are the plans for Serbia and Novisad? So, this year we've uh, revamped the the application process, and we've made it more like a sports team in pretty much all sense of the imagination. Um, so, we had what, even a physique pool. <clears throat> what? Sorry. Even physique. Yep, absolutely. No beer bellies here. So sorry, Chris, you're, oh. you're out. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I'm someone out on you, Chris. Um, we've got, so the, the biggest thing we did is we got all the applications together and, uh, and then we basically put an applicant pool and I've been doing like a very um, stringent sort of like training program for all the applicants. Just kind of keeping tabs on who does the things that we've asked them to do. And we've narrowed it from the original applicant pool of, I think it was 24 applicants uh, from uh, east to west coast in Canada, um, all the way down to now we have 13 applicants. Um, That's not quite true. It went all the way to Oxford in the UK as well. What, sorry? Didn't it go all the way to Oxford in the UK as well? It might, it might have. Yeah. I, Chris had all the applicants, but we yeah. didn't, we didn't pick all of them for the applicant pool. So we had right. a select, like we selected twenty-four. So for the initial applicant pool, now we've, ah. we've, we've already officially picked four players, and we're still waiting to, to fill out the team with another four. Slash, we have a media person this year, like a, uh, a, a designated media. Um, a student that's going to be coming and and covering the whole event for us, and we have a full time coach as well. Yeah. So, but the original four you picked includes you and Chris, I would imagine. Yeah. So Chris is captain of Team Canada. I've I've been selected as vice captain, and then we've got um, Devon, uh, who has been crushing everybody so far. He's a great player, and Eric, who was on our team last year yeah. and got the best. Um, like he, he his. He got a lot of points. Yeah, he was the, so, uh, the Eldar player from last year, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the Mechdar player. So that's the official four. And uh, it's actually been quite hard to narrow it down because we've got some really good players on, on the uh, roster right now. Oh, that's very good. That sounds a lot more professional than our setup. Hey, that's not true. That's not true because you've been a revelation as captain. It's, t- it's time for your dick to go in my mouth, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> we are we are in good shape because of this man. Go on then, so, yeah. go on, talk, talk me up, talk me up, quick, do one. Oh, that's it. I'm fine. All right, thanks. Much. Is that you got, you, you, you need to wash them all. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh, uh, right, but yeah, um, that does sound a bit more professional as in terms of the actual selection process and stuff. But um, like with with Wales. Um, we only had 11 applicants, so hey-ho. <laughs> there's, there's only so much you can do. <laughs> yeah. Didn't we have 12 in the end, though, because we managed to get Tom? Yeah, you bullied no, me. No, Tom was, <laughs> Tom, was, Tom, was, Tom was the 11th applicant. We need someone young who's willing to move models. So, who, who has got a good? Who's got a good back workout regime? Basically, we need, we need a horde player, um, and we basically figured that Tom has the best back out of our remaining three that's why it's from carrying all you shitters that's how yeah 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 
He says that as a kind of half joke, but it's 100% true. <laughs> I mean, the last time I played in a team with you, I was painting my arm, entire army in your back room the yeah. night of the event. <laughs> hey, mate, I built my ETC army from two years ago at the event. I was still gluing it together. <laughs> at least you didn't run it over during the event. Yeah. Yeah. Or whatever. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> You're never going to get away from that, Mike. Ever. <laughs> Just, gonna... Well, considering it's, a... it's not my fucking fault. Yeah, we all know it's Simon's fault. It's fine. <laughs> Rapestone Epitaph. Here lies Mike Collins. Died age 43. Ran over his own army. <laughs> 43? <laughs> Man. Only got another five ETCs to go. <laughs> Isn't that old for a Welsh? Yeah. It that's, is, that's pretty old for a while. It's yeah. good innings. It's what you would describe as a good innings. Yeah. <laughs> good yeah. Innings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We joke, but 43 is like, you know, mate, that's a maybe. That's if you're lucky. That's right. Yeah. My canary's long died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> he sat on it. <laughs> right. Oh, anyway, so. So, Serbia this year, yeah, um, for those of you who don't know, the ETC this year is being held in Serbia, in Novi Sad. Um, there's lots of kind of stuff going on behind the scenes at the moment. About this time of year is where everyone starts to get sort of teams start to be thought about. We've selected ours quite early. So you'll have seen it on the podcast page or on the Welsh page. Um, oh, and things like organisation starts to happen from the event organisers so rules packs drafts come out FAQs start being thought about things like that captains raise questions have votes all that kind of things going on so um, it's probably as good a time as any to talk about the ATC really it kind of it is a whole year thing really it is as soon as one finishes we just start thinking about the next one it's, it's that mindset now isn't it it's so true yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't actually go to events anymore to play those events I don't think I just go to practice for the ETC <laughs> um, yeah, as much so fun true. as I have at the events I tend to not ever take the optimised list I try and sort of try combos or units that I'm trying to figure out if they are any good or not um, and uh, it's, it's, it's good it, I think it's nice to have that kind of it's almost like a, any like if I was saying like a sporting set that kind of idea of this might be our end season trophy kind of thing like the whole reason like you're building up for all year is is for this event um, yeah to sort of round it all off and start again so kind of similar to the ITC setup with the big kind of pile of cash yeah yeah it, yeah except we play the game for except fun as opposed yeah. to money so. Um, so um, you know, with all the 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 the, um, the new mission packs and whatnot, you know, what are your uh, the thoughts? You know, personally, you know, I'll give my thoughts after, but I'm curious, you know, what you think of, of all the the changes. Oh, the chapter approved missions and those kind of things. Uh, yep. I well, uh, how do I put this? Um, he doesn't know. <laughs> just throw no. shade at everyone, Cass. Just do it. Oh, I don't like throwing shade. Um, you send me what you want to say and I'll say it. Yeah. It's, well, coming from someone who doesn't like the current edition of 40k, um, it's nice to have something that isn't just the same old, same old, I suppose. Um, I don't necessarily see them as any better or any worse. I just see them as a new experience. Um, if that answers your question, I I, I think with the with the pack and obviously with um, 
with the the missions that Tom has put out and uh, and with the terrain, if it's if it's the same as last year, it could be really good. Yeah, I mean, I always enjoy just hanging out with the ETC crowd and just playing games. It doesn't, you know, we could be out there playing international tiddlywinks for all I care. Um, it's just that we all seem to play 40k and have, you know, like-minded people that all we all seem to play this game, so... <laughs> like-minded people who don't like the game. There's a lot of us that actually don't like the current edition, um, but we still play it, and the reason why we still play is because it's fun to hang out with people who play it. The people who play 40k tend to be quite fun, regardless of the game you're playing, so... Yeah. Agreed. Yeah, so... No, I, I totally understand where that's coming from, yeah. yeah. And... I feel like there's there's some good like personally I feel there's good changes in the right direction and mm-hmm. I love the fact that the ETC tries to stay as loyal to the um like the format of the game as as like possible in a yeah. sense you know they don't like change it as much as say the ITC mission format does where it's yeah. like a completely different sort of mission format yeah. and yeah. that's something that I really enjoy they they try and keep it really uh, loyal to like what the current sort of mission formats are and stuff and just yeah. make it interesting by so, mixing stuff yeah that's it's a nice thing like whether they like say they use they use the maelstrom they use the eternal wars they just kind of like hammer them all together so you're doing lots of different things at once whereas like you say the itc just makes up their own kind of missions which again is a completely different direction to go down and some people prefer it some people don't each their own I mean, I've, I've not really played any of the the itc missions but to me, doesn't doesn't every game just pretty much become the same? Yeah, I've played a few. Um, I I like it because it's like I really like um, I like the ITC for one reason. I like the ETC for another. Like I like the ITC because it's streamlined and it's a bit simplified, which is great for tournament play when you're playing. And Amer- uh, Americans. Well, no, not no, no. When you're playing, <laughs> when you're playing weekend tournaments, you're playing two days. You're playing five games. You've got two and a half to three hours around. You need a streamlined game. Um, you need a game that is has very simple, basic missions that you can achieve, and there's not a lot of like note taking or paperwork or anything like that. Whereas the ETC, you've got four hour rounds, and even then, it can still take more than four hours to play the game. Because, yeah, two and a half hours of admin, isn't it, basically? Yeah, because you have a lot of bookkeeping. You've got to think about your maelstroms. You've got to think about your eternal wars. You've got to think about First Blood. You've got to Warlord. You've got to think about Linebreaker. It's all these things. And, I mean, it's it's less than it was in previous years. I mean, the bookkeeping in 7th Ed or 6th Ed or whatever was, was even more so. Um, but, it, you know, it's it swings and roundabouts. It depends... I always think it's dependent on the scenario. I think the ETC is really good for the scenario it's in. Um, ITC wouldn't work as well because um, I just don't think it's it's as in depth. But the ITC works really well for your shorter time frame weekend tournaments. Um, so swings and roundabouts for me. So yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, Scarry, you've you've played in a lot of editions, and I know you you kind of start with Black Templars, but from from then onwards, you've you've used Drakari pretty pretty exclusively I'd, I'd probably say so you've played with them through quite a few editions how do you feel AFED is in comparison to previous editions I really like 8th edition oh why I um 
Hold on, just, just stuff my mouth with a giant. No, mate, 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 it's fine. We can we can sort of edit this out later. It's fine. <laughs> okay, no, right, right. no, leave, leave it in. It's the best. <laughs> there's nothing, there's nothing we can. Nothing we will. Get in with the mask. Hang on, I'm just gonna get a drink. I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the Nando's thing. It's delicious. Okay. Wait, did you order something in from Nando's? Yeah. How much did that cost? Ten pound. All right, but it's delicious. Is that a delivery thing? I I don't know. It was online. Oh, Nando's delivery. I didn't even know. Tom, Tom, we're not getting paid for these adverts, all right? Yeah, just come on, come on, bro. Nando's not like. Oh my God! Allies is using our name. Quick, let's give them four pence. Wait, wait a minute. How much does it cost to deliver to my area? Hang on. Let me just add to the ET sounds. Let's just. Good listening, everyone. Mm, yes. Mm. Okay, where were right, we? Where were we? <laughs> why, why, did, why do you like it? Licking good. Why, why do you like <laughs> a tradition? Right. I feel like this is kind of like three people sat on a council. Like, why do you like a tradition? Um, please explain yourself. No. It's like these. It's like these chips I'm eating. Mm. Mm. Um. No, I, 8th edition has just been, it it just feels very organic as a rule system, and I really like it, compared to, you know, um, say 6th and 7th edition, mm. especially, mm. which might have had more of a tighter rule set, but just felt so, like, just so... Bloated? Yeah, it was just weird. Like it's it's hard to explain unless you experienced both yeah, of them. But if you yeah. experience them, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you've played Eighth Edition now, you know it's it's such a different game. The flow is better. The game just kind of you just play the game. It's things die as well and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's a lot less. You know, oh my twelve or fourteen hundred point biker star of death. You know, is going against your three riptides of utter doom that just beat um, a Mechanicum army with a thousand points of free gear. For me, you know, it was just it was just a whole bunch of madness, is what it was. I've I've always thought, and it's kind of the line I've always gone down is Seventh Edition had the best rulebook um, out of the two editions. I'm not saying it was the best edition. But out of Seventh and Eighth, because they're our most recent two, Seventh Ed had the best rulebook. Um, but the codexes and the formations and stuff just went too far. They went crazy. Um, whereas Eighth Edition's rulebook is trash. It's just there's like three three paragraphs of words of, of rules, and that's it. And there's there's just no. It, it's not tight enough. It's not uh, competitive enough. Um, but then the, the codexes are, are, are better, much better. There's not. There's not kind of like those, like you say, those are killable death stars and stuff that can be built. Um, I don't know, but the yeah, I just I think the problem with Seventh Ed was was the um, the sort of the tournament rules packs as opposed to the actual edition itself. If you just take away formations <laughs> or or you and you reduce the points by a couple of hundred, suddenly you can't have five librarians in a wolf star. You can't have the Riptide Wing because you can't. There's no formation. You can't do it. Um, and then D weapons as well. Was, I just it felt like if you roll that six, you win the game. If you don't, you lose the game. But again, like if you if you have it back as just a basic warsaw, 
Uh, yeah. well, we're getting into old arguments, but I don't know. I just I think it was the, the problem with eight is it's just too much. In my experience, there's too many times where your game is either over in ten minutes or it doesn't finish. Um, like I played a game this uh, at the Cardonian event, um, and I seized the initiative, and all my opponent had left was two fire prisms. Um, and, and I think, that, well, he, he, he had three fire prisms and a couple of characters, but he was about to get charged by shining spears. So it's just like, what's the point? Like, whereas other games, you've got two horde armies, <laughs> like me and me and uh, Sean played at the beginning of Eighth Ed in the Index, where we had the two razor wing blocks, and we got through turn one in four hours. Yeah. Wow, it, that's yeah. horrendous. Thou yeah. shalt not speak of. Razor Index, razor-wing plugs. I know. <laughs> that was, that was, that was just silly. It was. But, like, you've still got stuff like that. You can still have, like, 300 guardsmen in an army. You can still have, like, 200 orcs in an army. That's what chess With... clocks are for, though. No, but chess clocks don't make you roll dice faster and move models quicker. They just don't. They just make you, they they just, make you lose if it. you do it. Yeah, and that's what yeah, I mean. If, that's... if you're willing to take them. Yeah, that makes the game end, and that that's that means then that the game is designed badly. If you if you can't but play a game that's designed to be played in two to three the... hours, if you make a game that's designed to be played in two to three hours, not be able to be played in two to three hours, then you designed it badly. Yeah, but building your army is also part of the game, right? And if you can't yes, build how, an army that the you mechanics, can finish in three the hours, mechanics then... of building the army is written by the people who write the rules, correct? Yeah, but also that goes to so, you as well, isn't it? It does, but, you know what it, I mean? but so it shouldn't be allowed to happen. Remember that. So that chess clocks are the, the answer. Game, no, because again, it doesn't make you play player, quicker. Chess clock doesn't make you play quicker. But the game is, uh, of course, more balanced for somebody who buys a box of this and a, and a oh, box of that. And... Don't, don't get me wrong. Yeah, the, the eighth edition is the best edition Games Workshop have ever released for Games Workshop right. and for ninety-nine percent of its customer base. Right, I exactly. 100% agree with that. It is it is a fantastic game for pick up if you're a 12 year old kid. So just get models down and play games of 40k. I Absolutely. am a 12 year old kid. <laughs> Absolutely agree. It is it is fantastic for that, and fair play to Games Workshop for doing that. In terms of the competitive game that was my baby that I love playing, that that doesn't exist anymore. That's gone. Um, but that that's fine. You know, I just have to get live with that. I just have to, you know. Except that that's happened and move on. You know, as for the as for the blowing somebody off um, the board turn one, yeah. the best solution there is terrain and somebody always de- like making sure that you deploy more conservatively just in case you get seized on. Yeah, which which is fine until you go. Okay, what's in your army? Oh, six planes that can move sixty inches on a seventy-two by forty-eight inch board. <laughs> it's like there you go. That's why you need the ITC boxes. Or, you know, teleporting Magic units. Magic boxes. You know, Magic teleporting boxes. units and things like that. That's what I mean. That's why the ITC have written those rules, because it, it yeah. negates that stuff. But in... in, in and that creates all, 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 all kinds of different problems with broadsides yeah. and hive cards. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, say, it's, it's people like the ITC are trying to fix holes that they can see in the rule set, which is fair play. They're trying to fix it for a competitive gamer point of view. Um, which wouldn't ever matter to any other gamers, but it's it's hard to fix those holes because, like you say, you, you patch up one hole, you open up another one. So it's it's. I don't think anyone's ever going to be truly happy from a competitive point of view. 
I just think it's personal preference at the end of the day. Agreed. Ace. So, um, let's talk about your current army then. So, what are you working on, Ribbon? Um, I'm playing Drukari. Um, I can tell you what I'm taking to the to the LVO. It's yeah. very similar to what I ran at the ETC and what I've won a few majors with. Cool. Um, so it was uh, it's a Coven battalion because Coven Prophets of Flesh Coven is ridiculously good um, with a Homunculus and Urian Rakath, mm-hmm. who just happens to be the um, busiest. Homunculus in all the land. <laughs> yeah, he really is, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a, a unit of 10 racks, a unit of 8 racks, a unit of 5 racks. How good are racks? Like, They're incredibly uh, good. They're so They're good. They're so good. I uh, run the two big squads with Ossifactors as well. Yeah. Uh, so they can fire and fade. Makes them so fast. I love uh, it. I, I, I think they're really, really, like... People don't, people don't necessarily recognize how good they are because obviously they're looking at the big killing units in the army um, or whatever, and they don't realize just how effective those racks are at doing what they need to do. Um, they're the things, they're the guys that get you all the points. <laughs> they're really good. I love them. They're also great for the third wave because you know yeah. once they hit on twos and stuff, oh. they they can do some damage in yeah. close combat as well. Yeah. Especially if Urian's around to give them a strength boost. Yeah, I love them. I think they're so good. Sorry, mm-hmm. carry on with the list. Interrupted. That's okay. You were you were so taken aback by the beauty of my list building that you <laughs> had to interrupt. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it was uh, then I have uh, seven grotesques in the army. I usually go back and forth between eight and seven. Yeah, you know, but usually seven is what I go for. And then two units of three talos with chain flails and macro scalpels and hay. Blasters, which happens to be the most efficient way to run them, in my humble opinion. Yep. And uh, Tom and I had actually discussed this before about whether or not units of two are better, units of three, and and I've kind of reevaluated my position, and I like the units of three a lot better now. Yeah, I think I think with the with the units of three, it's just one one. They're talent, so hard to kill. Yeah, they're so hard to kill. One talent can do so much, mm. um, whereas. Uh, in the units of two, I'm not so sure. Yeah, I... I I'm... In the units of two, you can kill two Talos. Like, mm. two Talos will die. Yeah. But three Talos rarely dies in yeah. one turn. Yeah, true. And usually you'll have one Talos left that's pretty beat up, but you still have one left. Yeah, I remember, I remember and... the first time I played against Talos, and I shot, like, 20 Dark Reapers into a squad and killed one and a half. I was just like, what right. is this? <laughs> what is this? <laughs> That is what you call Talos, exactly. Um, then to round it off, I have a spearhead detachment of Blackheart with um, Archon Skari himself, the Blade, um, and three Ravagers with Disintegrators because they're awesome too. Another fantastic unit. So cheap for what they do. So good for what they do. Yeah. And then I have an Outrider detachment a cult of strife detachment with a succubus with a shard net and impaler and uh, not strife uh, red grief sorry and uh, three units of scourge two of them have quadruple shredders and one has haywire blasters just remind me again what the um, succubus does again 
I can't quite remember. She's a witch. And that's so. What does she bring to the what, army? Like, uh, is it buffs? Or she, or? she well, she zones out the backfield from deep strikers a lot of the time. But then she's super <laughs> fast, and with her shard net, she can prevent infantry from falling back from combat. All right. Yeah, I just I completely forgot what she did, but yeah, I like the scourge as well. They they're quite good, especially with the haywire. I'm a big fan of the haywire. Um, mm, the shredders guys. over haywires. Really? Yep, yeah, we're seeing a huge shift to horde. horde. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, those shredders will destroy hordes. Four d six, strength six, minus one AP, reroll wounds. Mm. Amazing. They're killing yeah. big blocks of infantry. Yeah, that's true. I, I was uh, trying to run because I'm trying to just run pure Eldar um, mm-hmm. at the moment, and I'm just been toying around with the different units to pump out lots of shots. So I've tried Hawks, I've tried spy- Spiders and stuff like that. Uh, the Wind Riders, I had to go with them, and it's just I don't think anything in that army necessarily does enough damage to Horde units on mass, except for maybe the Shining Spears and uh, Guardians, but it's yeah, for, for point for point, there's not there's nothing like like you say like the shredders for hordes, I suppose, in comparison from the normal Eldar to the Drakari. Yeah, and and the fact that they're strength six, they can oh, and yeah. they're minus one AP. They have a variety of different uses, not just not yeah. just infantry and hordes. Yeah, pick up all those light vehicles, like or you can start taking out riptides and stuff. Pretty good against them. Yeah, I, I quite like them. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'll go with that. Horde is Horde is definitely really increasing in size now in terms of number of players that use it. There are a lot more, especially since you don't get uh, twenty o tabled anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if ADC is keeping that or not at the moment in the draft pack. Um, I don't know if they're going to go to a format where they try a couple of missions where you get twenty nil, um, or just all or none, or I don't know. So it's um, for me. I think it's a bad rule. But my phone's gonna die, by the way, folks. Oh no! Yeah, this isn't good. I've we'll got to, about three percent left. We'll have to talk amongst ourselves. <laughs> right. Well, what we'll do then is, uh, should we say goodbye to you, Ridvan? Thank you for coming on. Yeah, that works great. I have to actually figure some stuff out for tomorrow, so. Um, but yeah, yeah, we can round me up and then you guys can come around. Yeah, we'll do we'll do some plugging of other things and stuff. I'm sure. But uh, no, it's been good to talk to you. Good to have you on. Um, good luck at the LVO. Thank you. I appreciate it. No worries. And I'm really looking forward for the experience. You know, it's gonna, you know, over 700 players at a 40k event. Where can mm. where can our listeners hear stuff that you post or stuff that you share? Where should we send them? So I'm on all social media, well, most social media platforms. The main one would probably be the YouTube channel. Yeah. That'd be youtube.com hyphen scarredcast, S-K-A-R-E-D-C-A-S-T. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at scary 2 and on Instagram at scarredcast. Very good. Thank you very much. Well, no, yeah, no problem at all. It's been a pleasure. Um, and like I say, good luck at the LBO, and we will speak to you soon, I'm sure. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys, and we'll, we'll see you at the ETC. Yeah, nice one. Thank you. Cheers, buddy. Bye. Thanks. Well, that was lovely. What a nice young man. 
Well, um, shall we continue talking about some of our own experiences as the Welsh team and how things are going for us? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. Yeah. So, so Mike, um, Alec, rather than me, I've been speaking a lot. Um, how about you talk about how things have been set up this year for us so far? How things have how what how you have set things up so far? Well, yeah, but like how how as a player on the team are you finding it going? Well, rather than me blowing my own smoke up your own ass. Yeah, exactly. Which is like some kind of yin yang thing going on. I don't want to. Um, yeah, yeah, you've done you've done you've done really well. Well, well, first off, you won the election. So there was where a, you were the only was, person standing. Okay. Not Robert Mugabe. Yeah, I was gonna say there was me and Robert Mugabe <coughs> in the boat, and I won <laughs> ten votes to three. <laughs> yeah. So Mugabe still got three votes. So there was three dissenters in my rank. One of which was me. One of which was me. Yeah. Yeah, it's three votes. It's already sounding Mugabe-ish. Yeah. Yeah. So, so um so yeah, so so Gaz won that. And then I think Gaz has just basically um got everything sorted really quickly, didn't you, mate? I mean you you've been um you've booked like hotels. Yeah. <laughs> you started taking um subs from everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um which is really good. So if you want to be considered you have to start putting fifty pounds a month in just for uh, um just to give us a little float to go with, which is really good, and obviously showed more intent than just a yes, why not. Yeah, so, so we got people on board early. Historically, we're um, quite famous for having a last-minute dropout, aren't we, as a team? Oh and God, it's yeah. always the same person. Uh, it's no, not no, really. It's, 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 no, really. it's, only, oh, it's, it's been a variation. It's just it always seems to be one um, <laughs> who just like I can't come uh, last minute, and then it puts us up Jit Creek. Um, yeah. So this year I've decided that if we have subs, it doesn't necessarily mean that we've got more committed initial players. It just means that if something does go wrong, um, mm. then the player who drops has more of a commitment to find a replacement um, yeah. because they have invested money into the team and they probably want to see that money back. Um, yeah. So whereas before it's just been drop, see you, you know, clean up my mess kind of thing. Um it's uh, something I didn't want to happen again, so that yeah. was that's why I did it. Also, it's allowed me to do things earlier, like like book a hotel, um, like look at shirts and things like that. Yeah, um, and then I didn't get to speak much, did I, really, Tom? No, you did fine. You did good. No, I, did, I didn't. No, no, really. I'm, I'm feeding back on your sub <laughs> <Yeah>. point. <laughs> I thought you'd want to watch a Liverpool score, mate. Yeah, he just, just obviously, obviously, I'm not pleasuring him enough, or in the way that he likes. Just had to take over himself. Uh, what is the score? <laughs> All right, I'll let you just speak and I'll give you some dead air. Okay, off you go. No. Oh, fine. <laughs> so yeah, oh. where, where, where did I where did I get to? Yeah, Tom, don't because I've got bets on tonight for that for those okay. four games. Uh, okay, I haven't right. said anything. Right. I'll close right. it. I'll close it. I do. Uh, no, I've, I, yeah, it's already buggered because um, at one point all I needed was Leicester to get one more goal and I would have won two grand. Oh, oh no! I know, but now now Southampton <laughs> have drawn level, and now so have Spurs. Have you? So well, have you, you've, seen, right. you've seen the scores, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What happened to Chelsea? They've just scored a fourth. I know. Amazing. Horrendous. Uh, anyway, anyway, back to sorry, back, sorry, back to gas. <laughs> no, no, back to forty k. 
on the 40k podcast just like the welsh chat <laughs> yeah just slipping into football every once in a while yeah. Um, so oh, yeah so oh, gaz oh, bournemouth have gaz just got another one yeah 4-0 listen thanks gaz <laughs> well, back to football then. <laughs> All right, so back to 40k on the hey, 40k podcast. Gaz was saying something. You guys wanted Mugabe to run the team. I do what I want, right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. So we're not we're not complaining. Apart from not getting Mugabe written on your Welsh shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I thought was very unsporting. Yeah, well. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> um, so yeah, so Gaz has managed to um, to touch base with lots of different people. Um, like new Welsh blood because obviously one of the things that Gaz has said um, or identified I think we all have really is that we're not really getting any new Welsh guys in or they're not hanging around long enough because of Adam's debauched videos on the WhatsApp group that they can never actually get on get on the team and actually start playing with us can I I just apologise once again to those members who left (laughs) yeah um, I take them fallen members. Yeah. Um, I try What's this a... on your camera roll, Dad? <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I try and allow that's everyone to do what they... Well, not allow, that's the wrong word. I, I don't step in and put any rules in place regarding people doing what they want to do because at the end of the day, it's a game that we all opt in to play. Um, we can leave at any time, and so I don't want to start putting rules in saying you can't do this, you can't do that. Um... I just, it just, it's it, yeah. It was, it was a, yeah. it was, it was a shame. It, I think is the best it, way. It to pleased. Say. We, we we've learned to please ourselves a little more. Yeah. In the new in the new awoken era. Yeah. So um so yes. <laughs> so hopefully those things will never happen again, Adam. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, we're still allowed to talk about football, but it's one of the only chats that we can have. There's no, <laughs> there's no Brexit, there's no politics, there's no Trump. And there's no debauched videos. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's a, an occasional mention of Mugabe yeah. and football, and that's about it. And <laughs> yeah. then it's all 40k. So, <laughs> oh, no. but, so yeah, so, when, is, so when, when, when the internet goes me. down, there's like there's nothing to do now. It's just terrible. You can't just go and have a look for Adam's videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Um, but yeah, so it's um, yeah, we've got a few, a few new guys in in the group, and hopefully we'll start bringing them on um, for for the next coming years. Not yeah. sure we're going to get anyone in this year. I'm excited about the future in terms of Welsh Welsh team. It's on yeah, it's on more of a solid ground. Isn't it? There, was, yeah. there was a weird one with that one actually, because I was at the GW Heat Free. And behind me, there was a guy playing in a Welsh rugby shirt. So I just turned around and, and said to him, excuse me, are you Welsh? He's <laughs> like, no, I'm wearing it for a bet. That's pretty much what he said. Um, but it turned out very much of them there. So, uh, and I played one of them around four, so that was good. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. They're good dudes. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I've met them all now. They're, they're really nice guys. So, yeah, we've got, we've got a couple of guys from Cardiff as well who are still interested. So, mm-hmm. Building on yeah, despite <laughs> despite what they've seen despite, yeah, and despite, despite not knowing us yeah. actually what yeah. <laughs> what we're we're just harmless just idiots yeah, <laughs> yeah. um but yeah. yeah so um so what else have you done Gaz I mean we've we've got um players so, sorted out already yeah so we've picked the team so for those of you who didn't miss the announcement I suppose we could run through the team very quickly. A lot of people don't go on Facebook. They just listen oh, to us. Oh, oh, just listening. 
I'll tell you what, we'll do we'll do a little rundown of the team. How about that? We'll do so we'll start yeah. with uh, myself. Uh, I'm the new Welsh captain taking over from Mr. Simon Weekly, who basically had enough of your guys' bullshit um, and got fed up of dealing with um, a bunch of prima donnas. Um, and so decided that I would enjoy doing such things and voted me in as well. I oh, know he voted for Mugabe as well. I think actually. he did vote for Mugabe. He did vote for Mugabe. Who, who was the third person to vote for Mugabe? Chris, Chris, Chris Green voted for oh. Mugabe too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> trolls, um, but yeah, I think fair play to Simon. He did, he did his best. Did a good job. Um, he just, I think Simon is one of those people that is uh, better at forty k than he is at booking hotels and organising things like that. Wait, did um, you guys sleep on the street? No, no, no. Like I, I got us into a hotel eventually, but um, it's my my strong point is definitely organising things. That's what I'm good at. Just mm-hmm. it comes part and parcel, opposed to being a teacher. You just you have to be good at organising. Um, otherwise, your job just isn't possible. So um, it's similar to like the England setup. Tony Chew is is basically their main organiser and he's also a teacher so it's, it's just one of those things it just comes with the job um, so when when it comes to 40k don't ask me questions I don't know the answers <laughs> that's left to Simon um, but when it comes to can you book a hotel can you organise shirts can you try and get things in I'm better at that I think yeah you've got a nice you've got a nice flow chart of things and um, yeah I think what's what's also happened is because is everything is so black and white and it's all out in the open. I think um, it's allowed everyone else to sort of just get on board with yeah exactly what's going on. And then, despite Gaz's best efforts to sort of say, "Look, let's not get ahead of ourselves," the UTC is months and months away. We're still yeah. sitting there pinging off lists every two seconds <laughs> and bumming people off other lists and bringing them back on. Yeah, <laughs> and then Gaz is coming in. It's like, do I need to read any of this? No, no, no. We're just shooting the breeze. <laughs> at, least, at least it's all organised chaos now, so it's all in yeah. different apps. <laughs> It's weird because I've not actually been in a team this early on. Like the earliest I normally get picked up is like June. Yeah. So it's it's interesting to see just everyone just rattling off lists like oh. in January. It's great. It's like hobby yeah, time, isn't good. it? Anyway, so it's yeah, I'm, I'm the captain. So yeah, so you're you're captain. And my you're job captain. my job is basically hotel booker. Um, <laughs> and figurehead and, and Trello creator, master of the universe. That's what you are now. Don't sell um, yourself short. The second player. Oh, the second name on my list was Mike um, because <laughs> basically we first discussed the idea of me being captain at uh, where was it at Harry's it might have been that long ago yeah I think we're just discussing like what happens if Simon doesn't want to do it like what do we do and I said I would only consider doing it if Mike basically comes down with me um, and basically it's my fault guy for when things go wrong I just blame Mike it's perfect he's been doing that forever isn't he yeah so so yeah um, you were picked not because of any special gaming ability you have or because you actually know what you're doing you just like spending time with me (laughs) more because um, no I I genuinely think more because you get you're very good at making me see other people's views and um, really challenging me on whether or not I think the way I'm going with a certain idea or certain path is, is actually the right way. Um, so that's what you're very good at, is keeping me in line and making sure that I absolutely think I'm making the right decisions. Um, oh. So you're very good at doing that. So well done. Um, 
and then the rest of them were just picked on um, startboards, <laughs> just like how you make army lists. Well, it was just on. <laughs> it was morely on. We had basically seven spots to fill and nine guys to fill them, um, and mo- most of them were picked quite quickly due to dedication to the team over a long time um, and things like that. So they've been around or through gaming ability, things like that. And the last few was just sort of a, a kind of a discussion we had um, <laughs> between what we actually wanted list-wise and what we wanted. I think that's probably why Tom got on the team was um, we want like we genuinely thought he would be he would be someone who would be good at playing horde armies. Mm. Um, so he might not even not end up playing a horde army. <laughs> and Tom, Tom also knows the game well. Tom, yeah, Tom also I've knows the game. I played some well. Eighth Edition because I really enjoy <laughs> playing. No, he's doing really. Obviously, Tom's doing really well at the moment um, on Tom scene, and he, like I said, he was someone who I, I genuinely thought we can get this guy to play anything because in a in a team dynamic, a team setup, you tend to have those one or two players that always play the same armies. For example, people seem like to this. always. People always associate me with Eldar, um, even though I've not played Eldar every year. These I think I've played it three times at ECC or four times at mm. ECC. But I've played Dark Eldar, I've played Space Wolves, I've played um, Nids. Um, I think I've played Tau. I can't remember now. Can't remember. I think I played Tau. Yeah, you played a lot. Yeah, I played a lot of different armies, but. Um, again, I tend to normally play Eldar and people associate that with me um, and then, you know, similarly Mike, you're associated with Space Wolves which are currently trash, so we've had to go and give you, like, another <laughs> army whereas, whereas someone like Tom, oh. Tom is one of those players that is quite adaptive and can play anything um, so he's got on the team and so well done Tom hey, I'm, I'm also yeah. known as our, as our Dark Angel player as well are you? Yeah, <laughs> but they're also trash. It's just anything with drop pods in it. Mike plays. Unfortunately, drop pods are also trash. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So that's you three. Us, what you three? Us three. Um, done. So the rest of the squad is Simon Weekly, ex-captain, very good player. Um, a shame that he's Amish, um, but. <laughs> Uh, we can say what we like because he never gets any downloads well, say, he's because, not it. because he's Amish he won't hear this so um, it doesn't matter um, did I ever tell you about the time where he assaulted a blind man I think we need to I think we do need to we do need to share this story with the massive squad Mike <laughs> I'm not I'm not sure we should actually <laughs> Right, I'm I'm doing it. I'm telling it. Right, so oh, Simon, I'm sorry, Simon. <laughs> Don't apologise. He did this. So Simon <laughs> Simon okay. Weekly is well known by you guys in the community, by us, his supposed friends, uh, being a bit <laughs> of a fuck up when it comes to like social etiquette. Um, so just everyday well, interaction. You've all heard. Of, everyone's heard of Toothbrush Gate. Yeah, um, well, so the, the fact that his name was Fodor a week after we finished, we, you know, a week after we met him. Yeah, we called him Fodor because he's not good enough to be <laughs> Hodor. Um, 
you know, faux pas. Faux pas. <laughs> yeah, he had a woman on a plane tell him to stop rocking back and forwards in his chair. Um, sprint, sprinting, sprinting to the elevator that was taking <laughs> us to our rooms, and then pressing the button, and then the doors closing every time. It's like, why do you do this? <laughs> and he just sits there. And he's just his entire body is ah. <laughs> the doors closed already. Ah. Like when when he had soap in his hands, <laughs> and clap. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he put that foam soap <laughs> in his hands and clapped, and it went over him. Yeah. Anyway, the, the blind man story. So we've got the group chat, and basically, Simon, we're, we're all talking lists or football or whatever, and out of nowhere, Simon just posts full capital letters, doesn't he? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> and we're just like, oh, God, what's he done? And he's like... <laughs> 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 he just goes uh, he goes I've actually genuinely just walked straight into a blind man whilst texting you <laughs> guys and not only did I walk into this blind man I then followed it up with sorry mate didn't see you there <laughs> <laughs> and then, then, then he spotted the white stick and he's, he's like clocked, oh I'm really sorry he's got a white stick and he's can't see, and he's just like, oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now, no. now, now, that is a funny story, but, <laughs> but it gets better because <laughs> a week later, Simon <laughs> again interrupts our chat of 40k in football <laughs> with, oh my fucking god, <laughs> I've done it again. <laughs> he's, he's walked into another blind guy. I'm not only is it another blind guy. It's the same <laughs> blind guy. <laughs> Thankfully for Simon, the blind guy doesn't know what Simon looks like. So he doesn't know what Simon looks like. Four lions. It's like, gonna have 12 pockets of bleach, please. Oh. It's just like, it's on a different oh. voice. It's the same guy. Oh dear, but this is this is what we have to deal with, alright? This is what we have to put up with while we're at the EDC is a guy that walks into blind guys twice. Collapse oh. open his eyes, runs <laughs> sticks armies behind cars. Oh dear. <laughs> but it's, okay. it's it's also the reason we love him and we love him dearly. But he is absolutely <laughs> a fodor. Because he is actually yeah. good at forty K. Yeah. Oh, Oh, and he's, uh, and, he, and he, another role of his is obviously he's helping me out doing the pairings. Yes, well. so uh, Simon and Mike are going to be my pairings guys because I don't know shit about 40k. Um, and they're going to be, uh, for all intents and purposes, they're going to be the sort of the 40k captains at ETC um, for me because I don't know what I'm talking about and I'm fully aware of that. So let's rely on someone who knows what they're doing and someone who's got experience in pairings. So. <laughs> Thanks. There's two separate people there, isn't there? Yeah. Someone who knows what they're doing and someone who has experience with pairings. Yeah, well... <laughs> yeah, Simon knows what he's doing and I've, I've basically played poker before. Yeah, you're good at mind games. You're good at above the table 40k. So... Usually, well, sound like a dick. Yeah. Actually, this is... This oh, yeah. Is, yeah. yeah. So, now he's playing Scarry... Um, at the just after the ESC, we're having a practice game, and we were playing. We knew we were playing Scotland in the morning, so Team Scotland sends over Neil Powell, and so Neil, Neil's an actor, and he and he comes over and uh, he's, he's he's like, oh, is this how's this going? Like, oh, it should be twenty. It was Talos versus Knights and like Gallants and what have you, 
and he was he was trying his best to convince me that the matchup should be a twenty nil to the Knights for some reason. So I don't know if that's like some form of mind games, but fair enough. I just think it's. I don't think the mind games are necessarily intentional. I think they're just second nature to some people because you've been no, doing no, it so fine. well. Like, it was just interesting because it's like, nah, I'm just not standing for it. I'm not, I don't believe you, mate. Yeah. <laughs> because they get you a Talos in the morning anyway, so it's just like, fine. But, but yeah, that's our Simon. That is that is our next. That is our Simon. Let's just pick another random name. Uh, who should we go for next? Uh, Let's go for Prince <laughs> So, El Capitan. <laughs> El Presidente. Man. El Presidente, <laughs> that's the one. So El Presidente, our our very own Adam Ryland, our super happy, full of beans, brummy lad, who um, never has ever um, had a bad yeah. time at the ETC. No, who doesn't post vile pornography <laughs> all over the internet. I think the is so Adam Adam Ryland is a long time Welsh player he is um, he's a good guy to have around he is super princessy about his personal space um, he, he can't don't, he can't share a toilet with someone like me for example uh, that I think would ruin him um, if, if he was to ever have to share you know like bum ass cells from the same toilet seat <laughs> It, it was he's just... not that bad. I, I spent I, I was with him a couple of years ago, and he's, he's not that bad. And you should have seen his face after I took a shit in his toilet. <laughs> it was... Yeah, but your shits are horrible, right? <laughs> <laughs> a man who can't eat certain things, you just make that up with meat. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you've got a, you've got a, you've got a big keg there for all the gas to ferment. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell and you're a big lad as well so sweaty ass as well mate. oh yeah it's nice there yeah. is there is nothing <laughs> nice about walking into one of your waves of shit <laughs> big cloud wait one of whose waves of shit gases you just, just, ah. just, just got such a pungent aroma it's like it's, it's I don't know if you ever get this, but when you when someone's cooking beef, there's a there's a point in the cooking where it could be beef or it could be shit. I don't even eat beef as well. Like. That's what it is. That's even funnier. I've never eaten it. You are, Gaz, you are the beef. I think. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. But yeah, oh. that's that's Adam. Adam is our very own princess. Adam. Adam, Adam is basically a Gaz story. Yeah. <laughs> Adam is Adam is our princess. Um, he wears nice shirts. Does Adam? He does. So you wake up in the morning and Adam's just like poking his head out beyond sweet in his knickers and your shirt. Yeah, well, I I, I do. Oh. I find myself complimenting his shirts a lot. I think I should um, get his uh, his uh, what do you call him? Taylor. Private shopper or tailor? That's the one. Um, uh, who's next? Who else have we got on our team? We've got uh, Pat Pat Dippers. As people yep, call yep. him. Or Divers, as his actual name is. The Heartbreak Kid. The Heartbreak Kid, Milky Bar Kid. Um, so, Pat, uh, Pat is the Heartbreak Kid because he has had heart surgery and now he has a new heart. Um, we can rebuild him. Um, he's basically like the $6 million man, but we only spend <laughs> about eight, eight quid. Yeah, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Pat has again. Uh, he's he's been a long-suffering member of the Welsh team. He was our coach mm. 
for several years and he's kind of earned his spot on the team I think through um, doing a lot of backless jobs basically um, so fair play to Pat well done um, played last year and he's, for, he's just moved to London as well he's just moved into the shark tank yeah we've, we've sent Pat um, through he had no choice this was all uh, organised by both myself and Mike we decided to change Pat's career for him um, send him to university, get him a degree. He then decided to, no, we then decided to make sure he got a job in London just so he could go and learn to play 40k with Simon. We, but we don't need that shit. Like, me, you, and Andy are set. We don't need to learn to play 40k. Mm, I do. Nah, nah, nah. I, I need to learn, but um, but no, Pat, Pat has now moved to London and he's going to be hopefully trained up by Simon and Eric and whoever else lives in London probably even some of those other team members like Blackie or I don't know who else lives in London others Colm Colm yeah so yeah there's a different I can, I can see yeah I, I, they've got all the um, uh, all the uh, Scottish uh, what's that amazing game club down in London where everyone comes from <sighs> Malik and everyone else. What's that? What's the name of that? Oh, one? Draco. That's the one, yeah. Yeah, oh, Draco, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so we've got George down there as well. Yeah, George, Malik and all that. Yeah. Yeah. And Simon. Yeah, so, yeah. It's like, obviously, if you come from Northern Ireland, which is where I think Pat went to university, and mm. now you're going into... <laughs> the absolute shark tank that is London. It is a shark tank, yeah. He's, he's <laughs> yeah. going to have to get good fast. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be sing or swim. Yeah. And um, I think Pat is already good. Obviously, he's, he's, he's yeah. good enough. He's, yeah. he's, he's more than good enough. Um, good enough to get the team yeah, already, but we're hoping that he might be a little prodigy yeah. any, thing going any, on. Anyone who gets to go into that lot is going to come out Better. whittled and in shape, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Pat's going, to come, yeah. Pat's going to come to Wales and just going to like the whole, you know, you weren't there man speech, isn't he? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 you don't know what I've been through. Uh, <laughs> Simon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like this Simon, is this I'm is no word of a lie though. Simon was testing some Necron army, some flyers, <laughs> and literally there's a little next to the gaming shop that he goes to and he bought like croissants, croissants and he put them on flying. And, and it's literally literally they were croissants. <laughs> <laughs> have, have you guys ever left a tournament to go to a nearby retail park to pet the rabbits at te- uh, pets at home because you were so tilted. No, <laughs> no, no. Why? It, it actually works quite well. Is that what you had? Yeah, I was I was at an event in Bristol and I lost the second round and I I was kind of annoyed about it because he was making a, a, a couple of mistakes and I was just like oh well, it's just a mission isn't it? So I so we finished the game. Boil some rabbits. <laughs> yeah, so I went and, and petted the rabbits to uh, get get some stress release. Oh dear! Wow. In the next, in the nearby pets at home, it was all right. It's a good strat. Uh, I normally just go to the local shop to like buy more food, <laughs> just to get me through the next round. Whereas I'm just stretching over the top of this metal like or oh, glass panel just for the exercise, you know? <laughs> yeah. Just to pet these rabbits. <laughs> Why do they always call me sir when I go into pets at home? <laughs> Why do they always add the words "you're causing a scene"? Oh, sorry. Talking yeah. over you. Should we go for the next um, name on the hit list? Well, yeah, sure. Let's go for let's go for our um, Patriot Mac Two. 
Is he Mac 3? No, he's Mac 2, isn't he? No. He's Mac 3. He, uh, he's Mac 3. Mark, Mark 2 was um, was Nick. Mark 1 was was the venerable Brian from back in the Switzerland oh, days. Oh, right. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yes, I remember that. Right, yes. Mac 3. Yeah. Sorry, Patriot Mac, Mac 3. Mac uh, Our very own Eric Hoger, uh, who also now lives down staff. And um, he is also working on training up with Pat and Simon. Um, mm-hmm. Eric was our Drakari player last year. Um, he's a very, very good player. He's been he's been one of those guys that um, moved to the UK and has sort of been taking names a lot now, hasn't he? Um, yeah, he's winning a really good player. Really, really good. He won he won our Welsh GT. Um, so. Uh, yeah, and he won the last chance open a couple of weeks ago as well. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's, he's doing very, very well with that Drakari. Um, so we're we're happy to have him on the team. It's always nice to have a, a well sort of a well-rounded, solid player, <laughs> as opposed to some of the shit we have to put up with Mr. Collins. He's, he's going to I think he's going to bring a certain level of quality to the Welsh team again um, he's been he's been coming up with some good list ideas in the chats and stuff like that and he's been quite organised with those things as well so it's nice to have someone yeah. who can uh, slowly, slowly uh, getting the random humour yeah he's, he's, he's learning British humour as, as we go uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah it's good no it's good no he's a lovely man yeah he's a very lovely man He's a lovely man. I don't rate his ability to psychically figure out that we need to get a venue for food, though. <laughs> he's not very good at that. Yeah, so Eric, uh, <laughs> he's not going to like me saying this, but I'm going to say it because it's funny. Um, so Eric sent me a message about six weeks before the Welsh event. Like, I need to organise, do you want me to book a table? And I'm like, oh no, he's saying to me, ask me if I was booking a table. It's like, it's in six weeks, I've not even thought about it. And then a bit of like just back and forth of just okay, shall we book a table? I don't know, blah, blah, blah. and then he basically went right. I'm gonna go book a table, and I said okay, fine. I gave him the thumbs up emoji, and then he didn't book the table, and it was just like right, right where are we going for dinner? Where are we go for dinner, and he's like, I don't Eric. know. You, you, never, you never asked me to book the table, and he, I was like, I've got the conversation right here. <laughs> By that point, he was too drunk to care, so. Uh, drunk. <laughs> if any of you ever get to meet Eric whilst he's drunk, it's so funny because he cannot focus on your face. <laughs> he just can't do it, no matter how hard he tries. That's the whole leaning back and forwards thing. Oh, couple of glass eyes. Isn't <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> after his after his one and a half shandies, he's just yeah. Gone. Looks like Simon's painted them on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, that's that's Eric. And we have our next player is, uh, should we go with uh, Mr. Andrew Oakham? Oh, yeah. the big, the big man. Yeah, when you say big man, to me before, I think you forgot about Andy, didn't you? The big man? Andy's our big man. He's Andy's not. Andy, and no, Andy is yeah. just too short for his body weight. <laughs> That's yeah, if you, if you spread him out a bit more, it'd be fine. <laughs> if you made Andy my height, yeah, yeah, he'd be he'd be built, you know. All he yeah. needed was another foot. Yeah, 
Yeah. Ironically, another 11 inches, which is apparently his Twitch name. Oh, yeah. (laughs) 11 inches. (laughs) And that's just the circumference. Andy is similar to Tom for me. Andy is our kind of ringer in terms of historically a very, very good player. Um, has won many, many events over the years. Uh, you can't and, call Andy a ringer. He's been he's he's more Welsh than most of the Welsh people in the team. I think I've used I've used the word ringer wrong. Then I meant kind of yeah. like um, non-scoring Welshman. No, I meant I meant more of a kind of. Um, Adaptive player, our ah right, okay. flex player, flex player. Yeah, he Andy is the guy that he's won many events, but he's also done it with many many different armies. He doesn't yes. stick to one build. He moves between a good list to good list. Comes up with these a broad, broad skill set is what you're looking for. Broad skill set, yeah. So he's he's one of the guys that we literally don't have any ideas for him. He's the guy who comes up with his own ideas, and we've given him basically like an open blanket of about eight or nine codexes to say just do what you want with those um, and see if you can come up with something good because we know we can whereas other players were sort of saying right what do you think's good you take this codex work on that what do you think's good you, t- you know everyone knows Alba's good Drakari's good Knights are good you know whatever 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 and then it's like right we have these left now what so it's um, that's hopefully what not this year, though, right? Hey, <laughs> because I, and Andy's got mixed results when it comes to being left with the dregs, isn't he? Really, he has, but that's because historically, when, at the time he's had bad we've results, we've left him with dregs. Well, <laughs> exactly. we've left him, not only have we left him with dregs, but we've written the list on the day of list submission. Yeah, which is not happening this year because the team was picked no. on like the fifth of January, as opposed yeah. to June. Yeah. yeah, so high hopes for Andy. And, yeah. and if you do that, realistically, you don't really have enough time to practice, even if you go and do the ESC as well. Yeah. Like, no, I, I yeah, played exactly. So I was learning a new kind of list for, for Canada, and I went and played 13 games of ATC weekend. So when we started to hit round four, I was just flagging yeah. because I was I was so exhausted. It just It's just not worth it. Better well, to take a crappier list that you've actually had time to practice with than a list you think might be a bit better that you yeah. haven't. Well, put it this way it's the 30th of January and we're already having like our first practice weekend this Saturday and albeit yeah. only three of us we're officially practicing you know it's, mm. it's kind of weird to think that that's already happening seven months before the event well not six mm. organised team Wales it's frightening yeah it's it's cool I like it I'm happy with yeah. it um, right so uh, I've got every player now, haven't I? I'm, I'm just the coach to go. I haven't missed anyone. That would be embarrassing. Mm. No, me, I think you've got guys. Me, Mike, me. Tom, Simon, Eric, Andy, Pat, Adam. Adam. Yes, we've got everyone. Yeah. Right, so our last player slash coach is Chris Green. Um, Chris is one of my oldest friends on the 40k scene. Uh, Not he's know, old. Just you've known him for a long time. Right? Yeah, we've known each, known each other now since. That's old. For thirteen years. Wow. So we've been playing forty k together and apart for thirteen years. We've been through many etc uh, sort of tales and stories together. Um, a lot of history <laughs> there with a pair of us and certain. Yeah. Other players and, and teams. And factoring in interest, you owe a lot of people a lot of money. As well. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's <hasn't> collected. <laughs> yeah, 
Um, but yeah, Chris is like he, he he's like me, I suppose. Now we're just part of the furniture. Um, we're always willing to sort of help out wherever we can with tournaments or like help teams out, help mates out. And Chris is just one of those guys that you can always rely on. Um, to sort of very much so. to be not reliant to show up to the second day of a tournament if he's doing it for himself. That's true. <laughs> I mean, if he's playing, he doesn't care about himself, but he, he's the guy who will like come through when you need things doing. Like, hey, Chris, I need this like software doing for me for an event, or Chris, can you help me with this like list or something like that? He will, he will be that guy who do those things for you, um, which is kind of why I picked him as coach. I think it's just good to have a level-headed person in that role who yeah. who will be able to understand data and sort of helping me at the event and doesn't mind being my bitch a little bit in terms of Chris I need you to go and do this and do that because we've known each other for so long he won't take it as just me being bossy he will mm. he will realise that he needs to do these things to help us out so uh, he, he knows he knows to lead well yeah to lead you must know how to follow and like, yeah. he's a good leader so he'll, know, he'll do a good job yeah and and also he's really good at DIY as well so if you ever get <laughs> look, like a key snapped in a in a, in a lock he knows exactly what to do, and um, and he and he's never under the thumb of his missus, and he never has to bum off entire weekends just because you yeah, make me angry. Yeah, that's the only time where Chris does let you down is when he does things like that. <laughs> what purposely snaps keys off in his door so he doesn't have to. So an hour Chris, and a half Chris had a, car Chris had a ticket me. to the Welsh GT, was about to come, and then lit, the, like the night before, sent us a photograph of his door lock with a key snapped off in it. And then lots of texts about how his missus was really angry at him. Yeah. So Chris, you could have just said, you could have just said, I'd have made my own way. It would have been funny. <laughs> so, so that was quite Poor funny. Man. But yeah, yeah, we didn't, we didn't hold that against him too much. No. Um, well, we better not, because he's the most local person to me as well. So yeah, he's just down the road from where I am. So yeah, we get a good couple of games in. Per yeah, month. it's grand. So, and that is that is the Team Wales setup as is. So, that, I thought I hope that was exciting for you all to listen to. A little round yeah. about each player. Um, I'm sure we will do more um, insightful things in terms of lists and such as we get nearer to the event proper. But it's, I think it's n- nice to talk about it, even though it is this early. Um, yeah, it'd be probably good to get some more podcasts going as well. Yeah, I mm. think so. We've got things coming up soon, all ETC related. So you've got like the Six Nations is coming up in the Home uh, Nations Championship now. Yeah. Sorry, ah, uh, yeah, the Home Nations Championship. It's eight nations. Yeah. Is so it eight nations this year? It's eight nations this year. Yes. Wow. Um, so this is this is where organisation comes in. So I try to get our calendar, our our uh, collective calendar open. I can actually, actually check when our Eight Nations event is, so we can see. It's on the weekend of the 4th and 5th of May. 4th and 5th of May, yes, indeed, it is. So 4th and 5th of May, 8th Nation, so watch this space for podcasts um, leading up to that. What else have we got that's coming up soon? May is really soon, isn't it? We've also got February today. We've also got the Allies of Convenience GT. Yes, I was going to get to that at the end. Yes, absolutely. Um, Unless this is the end. Are we at the end now? Do we think we're at the end? I think we are. I've only got 3% battery left. Yeah, let's let's, let's end then. So, um, as some of you are aware, you may have seen the Facebook page. You may not have seen the Facebook page. Um, You may have heard on the last podcast. But we have the Allies of Convenience GT is coming up this summer in um, July. It is on the weekend of the 6th and 7th of July. 
uh, it will be an ETC style event, but it will be a singles event. So it won't be the team event that we're doing at the GT ETC, but it will be the same rules pack um, and will be the same event style for all intents and purposes. It just will be a singles as opposed to a team event. Um, that doesn't mean don't bring your friends along. Just you'll have to just play against each other, um, or not necessarily against each other, just compete as opposed to working together. Um, but yeah, if you are interested, please go to our Facebook page, um, which is obviously just the Allies of Convenience Facebook page. Um, and which means you may have to go on Facebook. I know, I know a lot of the cool people don't go on that. I know. It's, it's, it's an old man's thing now, Facebook. You know it that. is, it is. Um, well, I'll tell you what I'll do is, um, if you just search on Facebook for the Allies of Convenience GT you should be able to find our events. You don't have to even look at the Facebook page. You can just go straight to the event page. Um, the easiest way for you to get a ticket is to just go to the um, PayPal me link, which is just paypal.me forward slash allies of convenience, all one word, and send £37.50 and a little note saying you're buying your ticket um, for, for the allies event, and that will get you registered um, on with a ticket for the event and I will put you down on my little spreadsheet of entrance um, and that's about it for now with with regards to the event oh uh, no it's not about it I, I need to also mention that we have a sponsor currently for our event. another sponsor we've got a sponsor again. I know but this time we actually have a sponsor as opposed to Nando's so, <laughs> but uh, no, it's it's our very first sponsor uh, for the event. Um, I'm looking to hopefully get some more. But our first sponsor for the event is KR Multicase, as some of you may know. Um, KR Multicase are an excellent uh, company for making cases to protect and look after your models. So much so that they saved Mr. Mike Collins's space pig army from uh, from being crushed by the wheels of a Vauxhall Astra space so, pig. Yeah, or pig dog. Space pig. There's still oh, videos of that. You. Like, people can How judge dare you. People can judge for themselves. I'm not making They were amazing. Yeah. You know, literally, literally, it's like, you know how, like, films from, like, these 70s were considered classics, and then mm. you look at them now, you're thinking, ah, oh, it's fucking nothing, that's shit. Yeah. But I like to think that mine is the classic movie, and now, like, today's blockbuster, which is Simon's modelling. Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> effortless, effortlessly blows mine out of the water with, like, levels of contempt for eyeballs. Glue <laughs> <laughs> a crystal to it, it'll be okay. Oh, my God. But, yeah. So it, I'm, I'm making a crystal satan. Oh, no. <laughs> out of bendy straws it was like when he when the old bat was bad <laughs> but didn't yes. he just stop after we told him off the, mm. the guys at KR have um, kindly decided uh, let us um, get some of their cases for our event so we're going to get the triple case and two of the standard cases and some dice cases as well um, to be giving out the prizes so um Come along and hopefully you can win one of those. Um, and mm. they are they are phenomenally good cases, and their customer service is excellent as well. Um, yeah. So it, if you ever if you ever get get a, get a case from them, um, they will sort you out properly for any of your needs, um, custom foam, all these kind of things. So they are really good. Um, I couldn't recommend them enough. I all my good cases. Guys, good guys. Since I knew that case companies existed at Games Workshop when I grew up, every single one of my cases has been KR since then. Um, so yeah, it's, I really really rate them. But yeah, uh, same. I've got seven. They're great. They are. They are fantastic. Um, 
Anyway, shall we wrap it up there, boys? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. So, we'll finish up. Thank you very much for listening to our ramblings. Um, Thank you very much to Tom for joining us today. Thank you very much for having me, guys. And thanks once again to our usual host, Mike Collins. You'll have to come back and do some hosting sometime. Hosting? Yeah. Gaz, Gaz, you are the light in the darkness of the warp. Oh, people get bored of me, though, dude. You've got to, you got to remember that if I'm well, the only person. Well, you have one of those voices, don't you? Yeah, I do. It's very monotone, yeah. very droney. <laughs> so, Manchester. Thank you, everyone, for listening to our podcast. It has been very exciting to have you all on. <laughs> and I am now looking forward to going to bed. Woo! I am Woo. over the moon as well. <laughs> yeah. Genuinely, genuinely, always a pleasure, gents. Uh, Thanks again to Ridban earlier for speaking to us. Uh, It was really good to see the sides from another ETC team, uh, especially a new one. Um, They've still got, you know, all the hope and and sort of new ideas and the joy of the game. Unlike us bitter, twisted old heads who (laughs) have maybe done one too many. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, We'll see you there, and we'll speak to you on the next one.